0: Hey there. We've been taking a break from full episodes, but here's a mini story and a little lesson I've been meaning to bring you for a while. Because when you get a big medical bill, you are often being yanked into a rough game with super complicated rules. And the other players are these big, experienced professionals, and they got tons of training and coaches helping them from the sidelines and often very chummy relationships with the refs. I'm talking about hospitals and insurance companies and anybody else who's involved with that medical bill. And us, we're like... Wait, what is this game even called? What are the rules? Did I just get fouled? What is going on? So this story is from the Bill of the Month series that our pals at Kaiser Health News do with NPR. I help out with a bunch of those, but I do not always share them here because honestly, a lot of them are more enraging and terrifying and depressing than entertaining, empowering, and useful. This one is different because the person who sent this bill to NPR, Adam Woodrum, He actually knew how this part of the game was played, and he wanted our help to share what he knew. Here's how the story went out on NPR. I'll circle back with you at the end to wrap up the lesson. One Sunday last July, Adam Woodrum and his wife and their two kids took off on a bike ride around Carson City, Nevada, where they live.
1: I'd mapped out kind of a 10-mile route, and we were just going to kind of make a loop of the city. But a
0: couple miles in, their 9-year-old son
1: hit a snack. We were navigating through some big... Tree planters and his handlebar caught, and it just almost instantaneously he was on the ground crying, bleeding. And I'm no doctor, but uh, you know, right away you can tell that this is a Stitches situation. At the
0: ER, they actually had to put the poor kid under.
1: He was cut in sort of a personal area. <laughs> just to say that. A few
0: weeks later, Adams Insurance Company writes him The total charges are 19,000, and they say you are on the hook for all of it. It's just ridiculous. And in the fine print, it said, We're denying this claim, but we could reconsider, quote, you will receive an accident questionnaire in a separate mailing, or you may go to website blah, 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 or call this 800 number or email com. And it's clear as mud, right? But to Adam, it makes sense. The insurance company is trying to see if there's a way out of paying this bill. See, Adam's a personal injury lawyer. Accidents, insurance claims. This is his everyday professional world.
1: I mean, I have this L&L attorneys, and I work with them uh, probably once or twice a month. I have their email addresses. I mean, I know who they are.
0: And he knows what subrogation is. For the rest of us, it's sub like substitution. The insurance company thinks maybe somebody else should be on the hook for this bill and sub out for them in paying because there's been an accident. It's basically a contractual right. Like if you were rear-ended, the other driver or their insurance should be responsible. So the health insurance company is trying to get Adam on the record. What happened? Is there somebody else maybe on the hook? Please sign here. Health insurance companies hire law firms like this L&L outfit in Ohio to make sure you jump through the hoops. The law firm sends out their own letter with the questionnaire. Adam kept an eye out for it, filled it out right away.
1: I knew exactly what to expect and I knew exactly how to handle it because I know how to operate the system. But I, from experience, know that other people do not know how to operate the system.
0: Other people like
1: his clients. People just simply have no clue. What subrogation is or or what that means? You get a letter from a lawyer in Ohio that says, hey, we need you to come to our website and and fill out some paperwork or we're not going to release your claims to be paid. And you go, well, nuts to you. I don't have any idea who you are.
0: So people ignore those letters and their insurance doesn't pay the medical bills and they end up in collections. He thought sending in his bill would be a good way to give more of us a heads up. For NPR News, I'm Dan Weissman. Man, I love it when insiders come forward to help us out. On the NPR segment, we got the lesson wrapped up for us by Elizabeth Rosenthal, the editor-in-chief at Kaiser Health News.
1: While the insurers are duking it out over who will pay, the hospitals and doctors are often sending patients bills and threatening them and maybe even threatening collections. So I think for patients, the first is our perennial lesson. Don't just pay the bill. Take action. Fill out the forms they send you. Be clear about what happened. This was just a kid who fell off a bike. And let the hospital and doctors know why you're not paying the bill so they won't go after you. Also, if you have to fill out your own claims forms, beware of that little box we often see that says, was this caused by an accident? What that means to an insurer may be, hey, maybe we don't have to pay, which is not what you're thinking when you check that box.
0: Look, I'm not going to lie. This whole subrogation thing. It is just one of a million little rules, a million ways that other players could trip you up. And we're not necessarily going to win by trying to memorize these rules one at a time. But there's a kind of nerdy pleasure in learning what a weird word like subrogation means. And each one of these things does give us a little power back, and it helps us learn the logic of the game. And I'm learning some bigger lessons these days that I'm looking forward to sharing with you when we get back to releasing full episodes this summer. I'm so looking forward to it. Meanwhile, I'll have another little something for you in the next few weeks. Till then, take care of yourself. This episode of An Arm and a Leg was produced by me, Dan Weissman. Adam Woodrum's story was originally reported by Julie Appleby for Kaiser Health News, edited for NPR and KHN by Jane Greenhalgh and Diane Weber, and by Marion Wang for this release. Daisy Rosario is our consulting managing producer. Adam Raimunda is our audio wizard. Emily Pisacretta is our awesome intern. Our music is by Dave Weiner and Blue Dot Sessions. This season of An Arm and a Leg is a co production with Kaiser Health News. That's a nonprofit news service about healthcare in America. It's an editorially independent program of the Kaiser Family Foundation. Kaiser Health News is not affiliated with Kaiser Permanente, the big healthcare outfit. They share an ancestor, this guy, Henry J. Kaiser, who had his hands in a lot of different stuff. He poured concrete, like for the Hoover Dam. He built a chunk of the U.S. cargo fleet for World War II. He made cars, all kinds of stuff. When he died more than 50 years ago, he left half his money to the foundation that later created Kaiser Health News. You can learn more about him and Kaiser Health News at armandalegshow.com slash Kaiser. Diane Weber is national editor for broadcast and Tanya English is senior editor for broadcast innovation at Kaiser Health News. They are editorial liaisons to this show. Thanks to Public Narrative, a Chicago-based group that helps journalists and nonprofits tell better stories for serving as our fiscal sponsor, allowing us to accept tax-exempt donations. You can learn more about Public Narrative at www.publicnarrative.org. Finally, thanks to everyone who pitches in financially to help get this show made. You can join us at www.arminalegshow.com support. Thank you.